This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today.
It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. I see chat is already lighting up. Keep keep doing that. We're going to get into all that, have all the conversations about the 49ers game versus the Denver Broncos. The 49ers come up short, losing to the Denver Broncos 11-10. to I did not expect it to be 11-10. to If you bet on the under, you definitely won this game, but I did think it was going to be a more lower-scoring affair. Uh, it was it was not one of my favorite games to watch. It was very frustrating. I thought the 49ers got off to a, a early start, a fast start, and became the first team to score on the Broncos inside the red zone. It's like, oh, here we go. 49ers moving the football. Jeff Wilson Jr. getting out to a good start with the run game. And then it just went to a screeching halt. Nothing happening. The one thing I can say that's a, a complete positive, this 49ers defense is absolutely for real. Uh, the defense kept the 49ers in the football game the entire game. They got after Russell Wilson. They got after the run game for the Denver Broncos. There were small you know, points where Denver really got something going, and of course that one drive. But how many opportunities are you going to give a Russell Wilson uh, before he you know, goes ahead and gets it done? So the 49ers even stiffened up after that. So overall, the defense is, defense is absolutely legit. I think everyone can agree with that. The problem is this offense absolutely sputtered. Denver came out and basically run what has been Jimmy Garoppolo's kryptonite throughout the playoffs and the end of the regular season last year. They loaded up five and six guys along the line of scrimmage. They packed the box, and then they ran the alert coverage where they bring a safety to the middle of the field and allow that person to read what Jimmy Garoppolo is doing and try to undercut things, and it slowed down this offense to a screeching halt. I mean, that's basically uh, the game in a nutshell, and then you throw in the turnovers. Uh, turnovers, just too many mistakes today for the 49ers. I will say this, though. Jimmy Garoppolo stepping out of the back of the end zone ends up being a blessing in disguise because, yeah, it's the difference in the game because you give up two points, but that was going to absolutely be a pick six by uh, Bradley Chubb or they would have been inside the you know five-yard line. So um, in the end, it's like at that point, I was happy to see a two-point conversion. I tweeted as such, happy to see two points over what could have been a touchdown. Uh, but, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't the funnest game to watch. Um, and we're getting, you know, a lot of comments in here. People are, you know, Ziggy says Kyle's trying too hard to just be a run team when he doesn't have that type of quarterback to do that. Jimmy needs to build rhythm, need to open things up. I think that's a fair conversation to have. Uh, TJ says, man, you're all right. Trey definitely couldn't top that. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Uh, right now, we don't know what Trey would have done against the Denver Broncos. I will say this about the Denver Broncos. Their defense is better than any defense the 49ers have seen this year. And it's not even close. The Denver Broncos have two legit edge rushers with Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory. Uh, no one can say that they don't. Uh, they also have Patrick Sertan on the outside. So once they get Simmons back, their safety, they're a formidable defense. It's This wasn't Seattle. This wasn't Chicago for sure. So um, I do I think Trey Lance has a lot of things that I love about him that he can provide? Yes, I do. Do I think Jimmy Garoppolo uh, has moments where he flashes and some of the things he does is good too? Yes, uh, that didn't happen in this game. Jimmy made some bad throws. Jimmy made some good throws. Uh, it's it's It was definitely up and down. But when it came down to it, the 49ers had certain things happen at certain times that didn't work out. One of those, in fact, is Trent Williams getting hurt and Jalen Moore coming in because uh, Jalen Moore definitely struggled. And I think that's not a good thing. Uh, Golden Dragon says, something's not right when you aren't running your franchise quarterback at least 13 quarterback power runs a game. Uh, 49ers faithful is not enjoying the offense. Yeah, let's talk about it. I have no problems with that, um, for real. Uh, AJ Alvarado saying, make me feel better. Uh, Shiny saying, can we just skip this week? 
I'm not going to get into the the fire Kyle things. I'm not ready for that. David Campbell, it says, you know, game was boring. Feel sorry for the national viewing audience. Um, it really, it wasn't a fun game to watch. You know, overall, I thought early on it was. It was exciting. The defense was hitting people. I did like that fact. So if you're a defensive guy, I think you enjoyed this game because both defenses played really well. Um, there was lack of execution sometimes by both quarterbacks, including Russell Wilson. I didn't think he played the cleanest game that could have been um, – in part because the 49ers defense is pretty good. I think that's what we can hang our hat on. The 49ers defense continues to look absolutely elite. Uh, and Coach Ralph saying it too. The punters were fantastic. Mitch Wisnowski, um, he looks like what they paid him for. Uh, the special teams did a fantastic job too. I thought we've seen some good things out of Diomino Lenore as well. I think there are some takeaways that are good. Um, unfortunately, there's lack of execution in some areas, especially... You know, key areas on the offensive line, especially once Jalen Moore got out there, a couple struggles with Mike McGlinchey, and then turnovers. You just can't have those turnovers. And when you have them in the game against a really good defense and you give Russell Wilson enough opportunities, he's going to capitalize and he's going to make plays. And that's it. And Mr. Corey says, uh, Garoppolo makes them better now. They were teasing it on NBC as well. We'll see. Uh, overall, I don't know. And that's one of the things that, you know, I think, we could, we could sit here the whole time and talk about how the offense didn't look good. We don't know what it would look like with Trey. Do I think Trey would have had a lot of opportunities to run the football? Do I think Denver would have ran a different defense against the 49ers? Absolutely, I do. Um, but I just don't know. I do know the offense didn't look good with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just keeping it straight, okay? That's how it is. Jimmy's offense didn't look good today. Uh, the offense overall didn't execute at a high level at multitude of, of areas. You know, and they had to keep George Kittle in to help block when you when the left tackle went in. Now, uh, it was better when they got Colton McKivitz in, I think. I didn't get to watch all the reps. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I can't play this. It would have been better with Trey uh, overall. I, I think Trey would have, you know, would have made some plays, but I don't know that for sure. So I'm just not going to get into that. But it's okay if you guys do. I'm okay with that. Ben V says, Jimmy needs to, uh, to sit another year. He's not ready. I like the jokes. Those are always fun. Lou says, Ant. And all other guys who wanted Jimmy Garoppolo, be careful what you wish for. Wait, wait, I wanted Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't remember ever saying that I wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. I've been saying from the beginning that I that I was good with Trey Lance being the starting quarterback and I wanted him to play. Just when Trey Lance got hurt, I threw my support behind Jimmy Garoppolo. I never said I wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to play. I've been in the, the category that once Jimmy Garoppolo finished last year, that it was Trey Lance. I, I'm definitely not letting Lou, I'm not letting you get away with that one because that hasn't been me. I own my bad takes. I own my takes on things. I'm not the one that said that. So, I mean, there are people that say that, that think that Jimmy Garoppolo is a better option, and that's fine. I haven't been in that category. I wanted Trey Lance to get reps because I believe towards the end of the year he would be better than that uh, or better than he has been right now. But, uh, no, I, I I definitely haven't said that. So if you got that from me, I want to know how that happened. Uh, Big Papa, what's up, Paul? How's it going? says, good defense and Jimmy B. Jimmy defense. Fantastic. KDR with Mitch absolutely balled out tonight. I'm with you. Uh, David Campbell says, Jalen Moore was the best pass rusher for Denver. Woo. Uh, ben V says, if Trey plays like Jimmy played tonight, the media and fans would be calling for Jimmy. Yeah, I think anytime that happens, uh, James uh, comes in and says, hey, Weiner Nation, Russell owns you. He didn't own much of anything today. To be honest, Russell Wilson had the one really great drive, uh, but the Broncos defense is the one that's holding up the W today. The Broncos defense was fantastic. Do I think Russ had enough magic in the end? Yeah, but they still got a lot to figure out with that offense. I mean, it's hard sledding against the 49ers, but uh, that's kind of how it goes sometimes. Uh, 49ers Faithful says, absolutely amazing game defensively. Offense held them dry. 
Um, WTM says, I see why they gave three first round picks for Lance. Ouch. Um, and then Lou says, uh, and Garoppolo is an embarrassment. Only thing worse than running out of the end zone is throwing a pick six on the same play. It wasn't a great moment. That's for sure. Paul says Jimmy needs to be comfortable throwing outside the beat of the loaded. The, yeah, I, I think it's tough. You know, the loaded boxes has been a problem uh, whenever he gets pressure. And then when you lose Trent Williams, it definitely doesn't make it easy. I think there were times that he didn't have times. And then there was times like the throw that he tried to make a Debo Samuel at the end of the game. That it's, it's just a bad throw. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, a K1 Williams was there. He led Debo Samuel too far to the outside. And it was just a bad throw, but that's what it is, right? There's times that it's on Jimmy and there's times it's not. And just remembering that you just move forward, you know, um, there's nothing we're going to do about it. I mean, Jimmy's going to be the starting quarterback. I think it's frustrating, um, but you just call it the way it is. You know, Jimmy made mistakes and on those mistakes, he's got to own up to them. Uh, offensive line have mistakes, running backs have mistakes, um, and everyone owns up on those. You know, Jawan Jennings could have had a catch down the sidelines. He bobbled the ball. Everyone makes mistakes. Jimmy's were definitely highlighted today. Um, and, and that's okay. I mean, I think the quarterback's always going to get the, the largest amount of criticism. And for the plays, stepping out of the end zone, uh, the interception, you know, the bad snap. I don't know for sure if it was Brendel or Jimmy Garoppolo. I want to look at the film more. Uh, but somebody's got to own that, right? It, the, those mistakes are still there. And you got to own those when you have those mistakes. Mr. Corey says, file Kyle is dumb. He traded up for Trey Lance to get rid of Garoppolo. He didn't break Trey's ankle. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, David Campbell says, Ingram is a fumbling machine. Too bad they couldn't have picked up at least one. There was a lot of opportunities. Also, Russ had a ball that was tipped up in the air that landed between three 49ers defenders. Uh, those were bad. Great one says, I don't know why people expect Jimmy to be anything else than what he is. This is typical Jimmy, and all you people that was excited about Jimmy's return, go kick rocks. Coach Mike donated through Super Chat. Uh, thank you so much. Says, now that uh, T is out, Kyle needs to do a little... Uh, I is that INA offensively congratulate you left hand gang. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, I think that, you know, these guys are going to have to figure it out. It's on Kyle now to figure out how to run this offense with, uh, you know, with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm and the way that defenses approach it. They did. They came up. They didn't, they've been running two deep zone all year. Um, they did not run that today. They ran single high. They loaded the box and they said, okay, you're not going to run the football on us. Jimmy and your, you know, these guys are going to have to beat you. And, you know, they said the defensive coordinator said Debo and George Kittle weren't going to beat the beat them today. You know, and they went in there and took it away and they did a pretty good job. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Golden S or Golden 510 says defense held it down a mile high, but Shandy got outplayed. Um, I think the defense did fantastic overall. Really good defense. Uncle Rob, what's up? Uncle Rob says good defense and special teams game. Yeah, I'm with you. I think those were for sure. Um, Jamar says karma will screw us all. The football gods won't let this team slide knowing what they did to Trey. Damn near celebrating when he got hurt. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, I think I don't think they celebrated. Um, but I mean it sucks that Trey got hurt for sure. Hugo says, What's up, TCC? Did Diamond Lenore start over slot over Womack? Yes. Uh, that was something that was different. Diamond Lenore started over Samuel Womack. I was not expecting it. When I saw him in the game, I was surprised. I thought he played pretty well overall, though. Um, so I think that's nice that they got, you know, a couple of uh, a corners in the nickel. I've seen Womack come out there later. He ended up knocking away the ball. So I don't know, you know, exactly why. I'm curious to hear during the week why that happened. Uh, and Fortnite Faithful says, still don't know, still didn't get Mason involved. 
Uh, Mason had one carry right, and I think the the fumble snap was actually going to be a second one, uh, but that didn't work out. Uh, Robert Frey says the Bronco is top. The Broncos are top ten defense. Agreed. Paul says Alex wanted Garoppolo. That is correct. Mister Corey says, Aunt, you do know my Garoppolo makes them better." Now comment was me being facetious, don't you? I was mocking the buffoons that say that. I appreciate the the facetiousness, and I I like the word facetious overall. Uh, so well done, Mr. Corey. I like that. Um, I think, you know, there are people that thought that, right? Jimmy's better for the team now. I mean, I talked on Slightly Offsides with Horst. He's one that believes that in the short term, Jimmy would have been better, but that Trey would have took over and been better. I thought that this was going to be Trey's team, that Trey was going to take on the team, and he was going to operate this the entire year, and they were going to see and hoping they could get to the playoffs. And then by then, um, him feeling real confident in this offense and seeing it the way Trey, or the way Kyle sees it, maybe they would take it to the next level because his uh, ability is through the roof. And Lou is right. The defense was stellar. Um, Ziggy says, wow, guys, this is hand. We were all dealt. If we don't have Jimmy, who would be the starting? I'm I'm with you. This is what we got. You know, Jimmy is a starting quarterback. We got to learn how to win games with Jimmy. Um, they were learning how to win games with Trey, and now it's different. They got to learn how to win games with Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, this is what we're going to see. You know, five and six guys at the line of scrimmage. And Kyle's got to come up with a way with the personnel that he's got to be able to win. Uh, and that's tough. Golden says, how about them zebras being blind once again after the four minute or in the fourth quarter, two minute warning? Crazy. I did think someone jumped off sides. I did think there was an encroachment. I know Kyle was very upset about it, um, but I don't know. <laughs> Michigan Life says, did the game end? I love that. Uh, it was a frustrating game for sure. And it, there were times it felt like nothing happened. Like it was like just nothing happened. Paul says a positive by the time Tracy gets back next year, I or Trey gets back next year, I believe the the offense of wine will be the offensive line will be dialed in. I think you're right as well, um, for sure. Uh, great one says our defense is always stellar. Jimmy makes these games close. We should be blowing teams out, blowing these teams out. I thought the offense in the first half had opportunities to get after Denver and put points on the board. Uh, they left a lot of plays out there. They left a lot of conversions. They didn't convert on third down. They were terrible on third down today. You've got to be better than that. Um, but those are things that these guys got to work on, you know, and uh, they've got to figure this out. They got the Los Angeles Rams next week. No rest. Uh, they just got to get it going. They, that's a, a big time game now. Uh, one and three is a lot different than two and two. And they need to beat the Rams right now. The Rams are sitting in first place in the NFC West and the 49ers got to make up some ground. So uh, that loss to the Bears is riding pretty high right now. Um, and they got to do something. But you know what? This is football. You got 17 games. They've played three. They got 14 games to figure this thing out. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I like that. In, in roadie voice, I like that. Uh, Mr. Corey says the 49ers lost to the 49ers. DJ Jones, K1 Williams, Jonas Griffith. Well, the former players played good. I would actually, I, I want to go back and watch the film. But I'm actually thankful DJ Jones tipped that ball in the first series. Or maybe it was the second series. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that would have been an interception. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. Uh, Kane says, Jimmy just needed to make some splash plays. Little wink shot at Jay Hill. Well done. I, I agree with I agree with that. Lou says, Jalen Moore is not a tackle. And the Forest need to wake up and put some money into the O-line. Probably the 10th time I posted that. I do think that Jalen Moore um, is not ready for the moment. He's not ready to be a left tackle in this league. Holt McKivitz is going to have to do it. The 49ers desperately need Daniel Brunskill back. Um, just don't know when he's going to get back. I wonder what's going to happen this week. If I'm guessing Trent Williams is out multiple weeks. I don't know if somebody put that in, in, uh, 
and Chad are not yet, but I'm expecting him to be out with some sort of an ankle sprain. I'm hoping it's an ankle sprain. Um, but yeah, and Scott Broyles, uh, Scott Broyles, by the way, that's in chat, came through on the comments, said something I'd never heard of before. The mid-country curse strikes again. Four years can't play regular season games in the Midwest or Denver. 30-plus years of losing 85% of, percent of games in Kansas City, Minnesota, Denver, Chicago, and Green Bay. Broke down all the stats on one of the videos. I had never heard of that, but well done, Scott Broyles, for coming with that. I had never heard it, so that was interesting for sure. Anthony says, is Kyle missing the genius Mike McDaniel? I'm calling it Kyle Shannon is new Mike McCarthy. Boring and stagnant offensive play. I do think there is an adjustment to going from what you were doing with Trey Lance to going with what you were doing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Do I think it should be a little bit easier and more seamless to figure out uh, because you had done it with Jimmy before? Yes. Are you playing with a little bit more, you know, different tools than you've had in the, in the past? Yes. Um, so I don't think Kyle was really expecting to see this sort of defense this early in the season because he was expecting to have Trey involved. Now that you go with Jimmy, it does kind of change the way you have to call offenses. So I want to get into the all 22 and see exactly what Kyle's adjustments were. I want to see if Jimmy was missing guys. We know D Jimmy did miss Debo Samuel for what could have been a touchdown. He just didn't look that way. Um, but I think that, you know, there might've been some plays, but we'll see. Uh, overall, I want to give it a little bit of time. This was Jimmy Garoppolo's first start, um, but still, it was frustrating, that's for sure. Matthew Raleigh says, this was a rough one. Not sure where this team goes from here, but remember that 49ers started off rough, rough, last, uh, rough last year, too. They really did. They were 2-4 and four last year. It did not look good. Um, there were moments it looked like playoffs had, you know, sailed, uh, sailed away, and they weren't going to be able to do it. Um, but, you know, they were able to turn it around. I don't know if this year holds the same, you know, the same weight. We'll see, but I'm I'm hopeful. I'm definitely going to stay hopeful right now. One and two, not the end of the world. You can overcome this, but it's going to take a lot of work. Bears Kingdom says, do you think Niners make the playoffs with their tough schedule? I think it's tough, Bears Kingdom. I, I do. I think it's tough for the 49ers to, you know, go ahead and, you know, and make the playoffs with a one-two record, but it's so early in the season with 14 left, you can't count them out. I did have in my predictions be way before the season started for the 49ers to lose a few games in a row. So I think they can overcome, but it's, it's tougher and tougher. Uh, but with teams like Tampa Bay falling off today, the only undefeated team is the Eagles. So um, it's, you know, even with the loss today, the, the 49ers are a, a win away. You know, if they beat the Rams next week, the 49ers are in, you know, uh, right in first place in the division. So uh, you definitely can't say you're out of it because as long as you win the division, you have a really good chance to get it done. You already have one win against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, so you're right in the mix of things. Coach Mike says, is that true, Scott? Uh, yes, that is true. Uh, he laid it out. It's fantastic. David Campbell says, why is the offense always the weak point of the team when coach is the offensive genius? I think a lot of it goes into what was Kyle Shanahan's biggest objective when he was going to take a head coaching job was getting the quarterback that he wanted, getting a quarterback he felt could operate his offense at a high level. Uh, the missing piece for every team. I mean, Sean McVay uh, was doing the same sort of things in Los Angeles, coming up just short. And then he got rid of Goff, and he got Matthew Stafford, and he won a Super Bowl. I think that, you know, these teams are a quarterback away. And I don't know if Mike McDaniel is going to run into the same situation with Tua Tagovailoa. If Tua ends up being, you know, a little bit more, he has a shot. But if not, he might be in search of his quarterback, too. So I think that that's what it comes down to. These guys are really good coaches. Uh, LaFleur has, you know, Aaron Rodgers. That's kind of the one that's surprising me. But all the rest of them have been searching for their quarterback. Uh, and once McVay got it, he won the Super Bowl. So 
I, I think that they're hoping that Trey Lance, I think that's what Kyle was hoping, that Trey Lance was going to be that situation for him. You know, that Matthew Stafford, the Andy Reid getting Patrick Mahomes, like finally gets him over the hump. He understood what it meant to be a quarterback and, I you know, to need a quarterback. And I think that's where he was going with it. That's why he was so willing to give up, you know, the capital. Brady wants his defense only give up nine points and we still lose. I'm with you. It's tough. That defense is legit. Oh, it's just legit. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with Anthony says Mike McDaniel's undefeated. Just saying, doing with two, uh, two. I, I root for Mike McDaniel. I do. I like Mike McDaniel. I root for him all the time. I think he's a fantastic coach, a tremendous offensive mind. I, I hope he has tremendous success. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely like that. God says, "Yep, true," and he's going through it. If you guys see it, it's cool. Uh, great one says, "At Ant, we didn't have Jimmy. Maybe Kyle would have been more cautious with Trey and not." Treat him like Jerome Bettis. He could have. And Joe Rockstar saying team loss. Um, he could have. I don't know that for sure. I do think having Jimmy there definitely made him feel more comfortable. But I think he understood where Jimmy or with where Trey was in his development that he was gonna have to kind of let him roll a little bit, you know, use some of his attributes um besides just his arm and, and working in the pocket. I, I think that's just one of Trey Lance's skill sets that Kyle really wanted to use when he was drawing up plays. That's what he was drawing up was plays that you'll know, use him in the run game. And it's too bad we never got to see the run game fully work with Elijah Mitchell and Trey Lance at quarterback. Because I think with Elijah Mitchell at running back with Trey, it could have been some dynamic things because uh, you can freeze defenders. That would have been nice today. Uh, Trey would have been able to help, you know, freeze some of these outside guys and create lanes. It wasn't there. Uh, so they had to come up with other ways. Now, there's other, there's always more ways uh, than one to skin a cat, but you got to figure it out. And, uh, you know, they didn't get it done today. The offense didn't do enough, and they lost. And you now you go back to the drawing board, and you try to figure it out because the Rams, you know, the defensive coordinator for this one comes straight from the Rams, so they're going to have a similar game plan next week. You just got to go in there and, and make those necessary adjustments and figure it out. Hugo G says, high ankle sprain for Trent Williams and sprain MCL for Aziz. But both of them are going to be out for a while. That means the four yards are probably going to be rolling with Colton McKivitz at left tackle. Um, not my favorite news to hear. Um, and then, yeah, Mr. Course says Garoppolo also missed wide open Debo for a touchdown. That I saw that as well. So, yeah, I don't know if that was his primary read. Um, but when that happens, you're hoping that he's going to be able to find him. And you're hoping that experience, right, uh, will lead him to do that. Uh, Mr. Josiah says, Jimmy G sold. Dude doesn't care to win. He took the job, then gave it back. He doesn't care less genu about genuinely winning. I think he does care about making money, though. And uh, you can't have performances like this and then get a big contract next year. So he needs to fix it as well for himself. Not just about winning football games, but also he needs to play well. Uh, so that way he can make sure he can go out and get another contract next year. If not, he's going to become a career backup. And that's not what Jimmy Garoppolo wants. He wants to get paid another big contract to be a starting quarterback in this league and have an opportunity to go win a Super Bowl with a good football team. Uh, he doesn't get that done without playing really well. So got some work to do. David Campbell says, did Brunskill get a hamstring transplant? Dude has been out for a minute. Yeah, so David, Daniel Brunskill got hurt again. He had a setback right before week one. Uh, so they thought that he was going to be back, and then he suffered another injury. So he wasn't able to come back, and uh, that's you know that's too bad. Uh, hopefully he gets back soon. I was thinking center, but now I would even take him at left tackle at this point. Soothing Sound says, Jimmy looked bad, but play calling and injuries were worse. I want to get into the play calling because sometimes – Lack of execution makes play calls look worse. I, I think that sometimes you, you know, we don't see the whole field because of the way the TV angle is. 
could there have been bad calls? Absolutely. I'm not saying there's not. Uh, but I just want to take a deeper look because at times I've thought things were bad calls. I'm like, why did you call that? And you get into the film, and you're like, whoa, uh, this guy missed a block. That guy went the wrong way. Or this could have been an absolute touchdown. And Kyle called the right play against this defense. So um, I've done the same thing on defense. Oh, man, we shouldn't have blitzed here. And then you look at it like, well, you absolutely just didn't execute. Um, so it takes a lot. You know, it takes the right call plus execution to have the desired results. And it doesn't always work out. You're hoping it does. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's sometimes there's bad plays, play calls, and I think sometimes they're just bad execution and both can happen in a game. Coach Mike says it's going to be a rough for the next two to three weeks for Niners. You have to shift major gears between Trey and Jimmy. Uh, it's yeah, I think it seemed more seamless than it was, than it ended up being. The offense did not look, you know, in regular season form for Jimmy. Also, you had a D coordinator that was definitely, uh, understood exactly what you need to do to help take away Jimmy, the, the way that these teams have, uh, deciphered a defense to figure him out. It's been pretty good. Warriors are going to have to overcome that for sure. Um, yeah, Mr. Josiah says three and five and made the playoffs, baby. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not calling him out for sure. You know, you know as well that I rode. If you were on this channel last year, I rode with the 49ers when people were coming at me. I said no. Uh, it's lack of execution. If they fix it, they have a shot. So I'm not. I'm not jumping off for any means. So I'm with you on that, Mr. Josiah. Um, they they need to get something going though. Coach Ralph says. Did you hear on a cast? No reps, no practice, all preseason, and now starting. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get any. I was there. I was at training camp the whole time. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was getting his reps on the side field. He was running on you know the main field sometimes, but side field work with other injured players and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, he didn't get any reps, and now he's a starting guy. You know, and he was running the scout team for two weeks um, before that. Do I think he'll get a little bit better? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think he will get better, but. Um, right now, you know, I think he's frustrated with himself. I think the team is frustrated, but let's go back to the drawing board, figure it out, figure out how to beat the Rams because a win next week. And all of a sudden this one doesn't seem so bad two and two and leading the division. It sounds pretty nice. So, uh, you're always one game away from being back in it, from feeling on top of the world. And whenever you have a defense like this, that can keep you in every football game. You have an opportunity to make, you know, to make something happen for yourself. Uh, so by, they're by no no means out of it, um, but they got work to do. I mean, that's just the way it is. They're not a finished product. Um, of course, as Garoppolo's first start has been their start the last five years. Coach Ross says he's not Brady and get away with it. Brady doesn't even get away with it anymore. I mean, Brady couldn't. Um, it's it's tough. Um, Brendan says, um, why don't we take shots down the field? I think... There's a couple reasons. He did take more shots today than I think I've seen Jimmy take, right? You had the one deep down to Kyle Juszczyk. You had the one to Juwan Jennings down the field. You had Debo Samuel down the field, and two of those were completed. He even took a couple of shots down the field that didn't work out. I think it was more shots down the field than Debo than Jimmy's ever taken, um, first off. Uh, but I think a lot of times they didn't take shots down the field because they either didn't have the protection or the, the coverage the way it was. Um, I think that there are opportunities. And I've I said this in my game plan video. Anytime you get single high safety look, they should take a shot down the field. They did get some of those looks. They did take some shots. There were some they didn't take, which would have been the Debo touchdown. I also believe a better throw to Debo along the sidelines where he caught it uh, could have produced a touchdown because Debo was wide open. So I, I think that they did take more than normal, uh, but they don't take as many as everybody else. I mean, I, that's just the way. And Kyle Shannon's explanation for that was, you know, that their completion percentage and yards per catch is actually one yard higher than most in the league. So I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. I think it's a, it's one of those things that's interesting, but you're worth, it's worth asking for sure. Um, 
Scott says high ankle is six weeks, meaning Trent misses both Rams and Chiefs game. Brutal. Yeah, it could be. It could be six weeks. It could be four. I believe it's four to six weeks. We'll see how bad it is. But uh, now this is the second one that Trent Williams has had. I hope I don't know if it's the same ankle or not. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, soothing sound says penalties and injuries killed us again with key fumbles. Yeah. Uh, penalties. I, I don't think penalties were as bad as, as Chicago. Thank God. Or it could have gotten out of hand. But you're right. Turnovers were costly today. Uh, turnovers and mistakes were costly. Um, soothing says, why do we have trouble holding on to the ball this season? It has been a problem. Now, of course, you got to wipe out Chicago again. That's that's weather problems. Um, but you got to limit turnovers. And you have a new quarterback. And, you know, I know he's not a new quarterback, but he's working with Jake Brendel. Uh, and he wasn't working with Brendel at practice because the backup quarterbacks don't work with the starters during the season. So Brendel hasn't been working with Jimmy. And Brendel had problems with Trey during training camp. Everyone that was there can tell you. So this has been a problem for Brendel. Brendel likes to fire out before he makes sure his quarterback gets a snap. Now, I'm not saying that happened on this play because, like I said, I didn't get the best angle at it. I seen it hit his top hand, but it looked to me like it hit his fingers. And every every offensive line coach knows you got to make sure you get it to where you're supposed to get it so that way the quarterback can get in. Your first responsibility is to make sure the quarterback gets the ball. So I think there's an exchange problem there. They're going to have to work on it um, and make sure they get it right. But anytime these guys are trying to get out of there and get to the second level early, these things can happen. Lou says if Mac Jones is hurt bad, Maybe we could bag Belichick to take Garoppolo back. I don't, the 49ers aren't, cha- aren't trading Jimmy Garoppolo now. If this was before, tra- if Trey Lance wasn't hurt, you are absolutely right. Um, then that would be, that would be it. You know, um, now the, I believe that the x-rays came back negative on Mac Jones. Coach Mike says, how do you solve the injury problem? This is an off the field issue, practice issue, or just bad luck. I think with something like Trent Williams, right? It's just bad luck. Uh, he gets rolled up by an offensive lineman. There's just no way to fix that. Elijah Mitchell takes a hit to the knee and gets an MCL sprain. Uh, contact injuries you can't fix. I think injuries that happen that are soft tissue and things. Uh, but the way that the 49ers have handled you know, their management of these guys, they've really given them time off. So they've done a really good job of load management. I think they've done you know really a lot better than they did the last few years. Uh, so I don't think it's on them in that way i think we've had a lot of contact injuries it's unfortunate but i think we see injuries all around the league but when these guys get rolled up on i mean that's just kind of the way it was oh and then lou says it was a joke <laughs> thanks lou i appreciate that Woo! you never know lou you never know <laughs> but i'm glad you guys are having fun with it we got to have some fun right and coach mike's having some fun with uh bring cat back Soothing says i'm a G- if jimmy keeps taking hits in the pocket after the throw he's gonna get hurt and we'll have dirty purdy before you know it. We might. That throw, I, I'm, I got to give Jimmy props, right? Because there's plenty you you get upset with. But that throw he made to Jawan Jennings while getting absolutely walloped in the pocket, the guts that he has to take the hit, he puts the throw on him. Uh, those are the ones you want them to be able to finish. So I, I think that, you know, we got to give him props when he makes plays and we got to you know, hold him to the fire when he doesn't. And I, I think that's what it's about. It's just be, about being objective, you know, and, um, I'm really, you know, that's what I'm really trying to do. Uh, and Brendan says this loss is on the Kyle Shanahan and the offense. It could be, you know, I mean, that's the thing when, the, when we get into the film, it's going to really, really show it. Uh, it, it could be that we'll find out. David Campbell says back to the most injured team in the league. I sure hope not, David. Oh, I sure hope not. But we do have a lot of guys that are, that are down. We do. Um, Mr. Corsi's Fortis will lose two to three starters a game under Shanahan. I don't know about that. I don't know if we're going to lose two to three. Uh, Ronald Marks says, I think we are in trouble with our O-line. 
there were some issues, you know, I mean, one of the issues, and this is what I kept saying uh, during the week is how it was, it was about Brendel. You know, I, I went on and even on Twitter today before the game talked about Brendel versus DJ Jones and um, worried about a little bit about Brendel with the interior defensive line for the Denver Broncos. And if they were going to man him up or if they were going to give help and, you know, they tried to, to end him up or whatever, you know, it's like, Oh geez. Um, Scott Brol says, I saw Jordan Mason get one carry for five yards. I hate it when Kyle only uses one running back in games, especially when they're thin like that, uh, like last year in the playoffs when Kyle read Mitchell to death. I honestly, Scott, I thought that we were going to see Jordan Mason get some carries. I thought we were going to see Marlon Mack get some carries. I thought that they were going to have a more diverse group. He decided to go with Jeff Wilson Jr. I thought Jr. had, Jeff Wilson Jr. had a couple explosive runs in this game, which I was excited about. But I was surprised to not see him of a, a, a deeper rotation. Um, saw Mason a couple of times, but uh, one time he went in motion, ended up being on the outside blocking, released late. The other one, I think he was supposed to get the ball, uh, but that was the, the bad snap. So, uh, Lou says, Ant, as I commented to you in the past, you don't run your franchise quarterback between the tackles uh, like a running back in the first quarter. How many times? Uh, he ran it three times. It was three. Um, but, I mean, if, I mean, you brought up Mac Jones earlier, Lou. Mac Jones is the, the Patriots franchise quarterback, and he got hurt in the pocket. I think injuries happen. Whether you run him up, up the middle, you run him outside like RG3 got hurt or Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, or you leave him in the pocket, you know, the way that other quarterbacks get hurt. I mean, Alex Smith got hurt in the pocket. Joe Theismann got hurt in the pocket. When you're a quarterback in this league, uh, you can definitely get hurt. And thanks so much, Coach Ralph, for becoming a member. I really appreciate that. Uh, big ups to my guy, Coach Ralph. I appreciate that. Matt Burgo says, who's, whose punt team played better? I think it was the 49ers, but it was super close. Only for the mere fact that we got the the Samuel, the all four guys do it well, right? Wisnowski with the punt that almost hits the goal line. Samuel Womack jumps up, pitches it back. Then you've got the, the long snapper. He knocks it down, uh, Tabor Pepper. And then Ross Dwelly, you know, gets on it tighter than the lid on a pickle jar. I just thought that overall that was a great play, but I thought both special teams played really fantastic. I think the edge for special teams ends up going to the 49ers because McManus missed the field goal, uh, but both punt teams were fantastic. McManus did a good job also with the kickoffs. Having the 49ers start with you know short field position, I actually was surprised when he didn't direct the last kick in the fourth quarter and let it go out of the end zone. I was like, oh, we're actually going to get the start of the 25. Thank you. Uh, but I thought both teams were great. Ben says offense makes too many bonehead mistakes. Otherwise they win. They did for sure make those mistakes today, Ben. Um, and, and that's the reason they lost. It wasn't on the defense. It wasn't on the special teams. The offense didn't get it done today and they're going to have to take credit for it. Uh, 49ers Fogies. What's up, Gary? How's it going? Both Kyle and Jordan were underused. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I love seeing Kyle. You that tiptoe on the sidelines. We got to give praise to Kyle. You for that. That was absolutely fantastic. I mean, what other fullback in the league makes that catch? Oh, that was just, that was wonderful. Uh, soothing sounds as if Jimmy's arm looking stronger, notwithstanding the loss. He overthrew Ayuk downfield. He does look a little bit stronger. And I think a lot of that comes from the lower half. He throws with his lower half a lot. And his he hasn't been healthy on the lower half. He's had ankle injuries, knee injuries. I think they're the most healthy he's ever been. Um, you probably, it probably cleaned up his shoulder as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think arm, I don't think arm strength's the problem. I think today recognition was the problem. Executing was the problem. Uh, he looked like a quarterback that hasn't had very many reps. He looked like a quarterback that was confused at times by the coverage. Those are things that need to be fixed. 
Um, but you know, you get back in the room, the 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 video room, you look at the film, you break it down, you get out there and you try to fix it. Try to come up with a better game plan if you're Kyle that you know makes Jimmy's uh you know limitations not seem like limitations and his, and really highlight his strengths. That's his goal. Uh, that's what the coaches got to do. Candy Arsh's last year, we lost in week three, and then we beat the team we lost to in the postseason. 49ers winning the Super Bowl confirmed Candy R bringing the positive. I love that. Uh, Shai says, what happened to Debo? Um, they decided they were going to go in there and take Debo away. So they were t- they were putting multiple guys on him. What the 49ers have to do when they do that is locate other receivers. So they came in the game to take away Debo and George Kittle. That means the other guys have to win. You saw Brandon Ayu get involved early, and then he kind of went away a little bit. Saw Ray McLeod have a couple of moments. Jawan Jennings had some opportunities, and Kyle Yuschek. Those guys, the, the supporting role, have to make plays so that way the defense has to adjust and start singling up Debo Samuel, and then he can get more involved in this offense. But I think a lot of teams are going to come in with the goal of trying to take away Debo Samuel, and even then you can't entirely take him away. Start him in the backfield, get a mashup on a linebacker with a huge play downfield. Great scheme, great execution. Could have been a better throw, which could have resulted in more yards, but. Uh, overall, Jimmy made sure the ball got there and you got a completion. I think Debo was happy about that. So, I mean, uh, yeah. Jason Hill says, 10 punts, 9 points allowed by the defense, and we lose. Just awful. Well, thank you, Jay Hill. I- I'm glad to see you so excited and happy about the game today. Uh, David Campbell says, 2 fumbles, 1 INT, and 7 penalties is not winning football. You're right. Um, you can't win turning over the football. You can't win you know, with penalties. I think the penalties would have been less highlighted um, if we didn't have the turnovers, but it's simple. If you um, if you lose the turnover battle, you usually lose, lose football games. And my metrics for winning games has less to do with points and more to do with what you do, uh, you know, to convert first downs. If you convert on third down, you're going to win football games. If you don't turn over the you know the ball, you're going to win football games. Today, we're going to have a fantastic defense. Uh, with a defense, all you have to do is not commit turnovers and execute on third down to keep your defense off the field. Warriors could have done that. They would have won this game. Uh, that's the recipe to win in every game. You know, run the football, convert on third down, don't turn over the football. When you have a defense that's as good as the 49ers, you can win a lot of games. 49ers didn't get it done today. And uh, I think if they they do, then they're going to have opportunities, you know, to win games. But if they don't, um, it, it's going to get out of hand, you know. And But execution is where it's at. They didn't execute on third. They put themselves in some bad situations with, with penalties like David brought up. You know, offsides penalty on Spencer Burford that backs him up, puts him in a third and long instead of a third and manageable. That changes the way Kyle approaches play calling. With a third and four, I can run the football and then go for it on fourth down. With I know I got Jimmy Garoppolo. I can run the ball with Debo Samuel. I got options. With third and nine, I have to throw the ball. And when you have to throw the ball and you got Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb and they're fantastic edge rushers, uh, they're going to have a good chance to beat you. Now you have Trent Williams, that helps. Uh, but you have Mike McGlinchey, and that's not his game. McGlinchey's not a great pass protector. He's great moving forward in the run game. Uh, so you just got to, you know, you got to be able to execute, and those things really hurt. Bobo says Jimmy G stepped out of bounds through two points equals Broncos win. Yes, but it, Bobo, it did prevent a pick six. That's why I, I was like, I, I'm at least happy he got a safety, I'll be honest, because he threw it. Bradley Chubb was going to pick six. Uh, so I'll give up two every day of the week instead of the six. But you're right. It ends up being the two points is a difference in a game. Um, that's never good. Uh, Ronald says, seems like we can never have two good seasons in a row. I mean, the season is not over yet, but let's start to look grim. Um, yeah, let's remember we're three games in. We got 14 games to go. You know, if we get through the next five games and, and the 49ers are still sputtering out of control, I think we'll have a different conversation because only have nine to get it going. But 
It's about winning your division. So if the Niners win the game next week against the, the Los Angeles Rams, not only the first place in the division, uh, they're two and two. And with two wins inside their division, that is still good news. Win your division, you get into the playoffs. So uh, the win against Seattle was big. A win against the Los Angeles Rams would be huge. They have to win because if they fall to one and three, that does make it tough. And then we're getting closer to what you're talking about, Ronald. Matt Burgos says, as a cutbacks only Lions fan, I feel qualified to call call this a bad game. Good luck rest of the season, Niners. It's mid, it's way early. It is early. And and thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate that. Um, and also a big thank you to the Lions fans for the safety. Yeah, I saw that as well. Dan Orlovsky, super excited about that. Super excited. Brendan says, I think we need to stop making excuses for Jimmy. Games like today are a clear reason why San Francisco is ready to move on from him. His field awareness is terrible. I don't think it's making excuses for Jimmy. I think it's just being objective, right? Uh, did Jimmy make bad plays? Yes. Did he make terrible reads? Yes. Did he make good reads? Yes. Did he make good throws? Yes. I think all can be true, right? Because think about this. When the 40s were backed up in fourth down, Jimmy Garoppolo scrambles and gets a first down. It gets called back for holding. But what we're going to remember is that Jimmy wasn't able to execute. So there were moments he executed. There were just moments he didn't. I think holding both to be true, right? There are moments. Did he play good enough to help the 49ers win today? No. Did he make too many mistakes? Yes. Would he say that himself? Yeah. Um, but it's not all the way one way. I think you always just got to look at it and say, okay, these are the things he did well and not. That's how you objectively get better. Jimmy, you need to work on these things. Jimmy, you need to make these reads better. It's not like, oh, you're just terrible, you know? And I think that's just one thing to remember. Is it frustrating for a fan? Absolutely. Um, but that's just how you look at it. Boba says, do you think Jimmy G's struggling because he didn't have any training camp? I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that's it. I don't know. I honestly don't know if him not getting reps plays into it. Um, I think that, you know, he, he understands this offense. He understands what he's supposed to do. Um, and there were some moments like the one he tried to get to Ayuk that Collinsworth called perfectly, where they had the lurk defensive coverage on, and he threw it in a spot purposely to keep, you know, the ball away from getting intercepted. So there were some of those recognition things. Could I think timing could be off with a couple of players? Yes, like Ray Ray McLeod, Danny Gray. That would make sense, right? Not not to have timing. Um, could he just not have all of it together? He could, but if he if that's the case, right, he's going to get better in the next few weeks. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, after the Rams, the Warriors got Falcons and and or sorry, Carolina and Atlanta. Those are two games they need to win. Uh, WTM says, "What do you think about Fred Warner's slow start?" I don't think Fred's had a slow start. I think Fred's played good. I think the problem is a lot of times we don't see Fred make these big, huge plays. And you think Fred's not having an impact, but Fred's having an impact all over the team. He's going and telling these guys what to do and those guys what to do. He's putting everyone in the right spots. He's doing dirty work on the inside. So that way it frees up other people to make plays. Fred is flying in and helping clean up tackles. To me, Fred's doing good. Is it coming off as all pro? No. Is it coming off as a very solid linebacker a pro bowl caliber linebacker in this league yes will some of those flash plays happen as the season progresses absolutely they're gonna come because fred's too good of a player for it not to happen mr Corey says kyle's a genius so i've gone to a super bowl and nfc championship with garoppolo i like that you're keeping it light mr Corey. thanks for keeping me laughing daily says juice does need more use and yeah i'm with you i mean it was last year that we put out a video that said, squeezing all you could out of you, Shaq. We're firmly behind putting 44 out there as many times as possible and getting him the ball. So I'm with you on that. Um, Jay Hill says, who are we? We are who we thought we were. And Denver didn't let us off the hook. Really? Jay Hill, who, who was that? 
a really, really good defense with a new quarterback, or I, I, I don't know exactly what that term means. Um, so enlighten me a little bit on who we are. Um, Corey, Mr. Corey says Kevin Givens over Kinlaw. I thought Givens had a pretty good game today. Um, the one thing I will say, Mr. Corey, is we need to watch the film because I was seeing that they were double teaming Kinlaw and singling up Kevin Givens against the run. Uh, if that's Eric Armstead, they're not able to do that, which means they would be able, they would be keeping less offensive linemen off of our linebackers. So if you want big plays from Fred Warner, uh, make sure Kinlaw and Armstead are occupying double teams. But a lot of times, Kevin Givens wasn't getting double teamed. He did sometimes, uh, but it wasn't always there. Uh, Brendan says, what are your thoughts on targeting another receiver to help out our offense? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to go after a wide receiver. I don't think that's in the cards for them. Dana, uh, yeah, Dana and Rose says, where the F is Jordan Mason? Um, playing two plays, playing special teams, not getting any carries. Um, they don't feel like he was, you know, in need of being a part of this game plan. He got one carry, did pretty good. I think he got four or five yards. Um, and, and that's it. I mean, I don't know if we're going to see more of him. Uh, it, they got Marlon Mack. We didn't see him either. So, I don't know. They decided to go with Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, you know, by himself. I'm curious what Kyle says about it. If somebody asks, we'll see. Um, our boss God said, should I trade Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, Jamal Williams, or uh, JT, Gabe Davis, Justin Jefferson? Uh, oh, for JT, Gabe Davis, and Justin Jefferson. Well, anytime you can get Justin Jefferson, you do it. I mean, Jefferson's just a franchise, I mean, a, a fantasy maniac. So, I mean... Hugo Jesus on to the Rams. I'm with you. Uh, your Froggy says, were Jimmy's passes tipped? Yeah, some of them was. Luke says it doesn't help. Matt Berg goes, I don't think Ufanga played that well. I think Russell Wilson played awful. He didn't see the field pre-snap. Also, I don't think the off scheme allows him to pre-snap. Uh, it's different. It really is different. Um, but I think Ufanga made really good plays in the box. He didn't get beat in coverage. I think he continues to look pretty good. Um, I like what Siggy says here. We'll be fine, crew. On that button, Ant, it's early yet. Jimmy made some great throws. Uh, there were some good ones, so I'm with you on that. I think there's good ones, there's bad ones. You just got to roll with it, right? I mean, what are you going to do? Um, Dana, sa Dana and Rose says, Jimmy isn't going to get better. Everyone knows this except Kyle. I mean, Jimmy is still the, the best backup quarterback in the league. Uh, Denver Broncos are, are legit top 10 defense. And, you know, we'll see what happens next week against the Rams. But, you know, we're looking at all this right now in this one spot. Um, Jimmy was still a better option than Nate Sudfeld. You know what I mean? I mean, it would have been Nate Sudfeld if Trey got hurt. And Jimmy's a better option than him. Jimmy has proven that he can help this football team, you know, get to the playoffs and, and make a playoff run. So uh, I think we just got to remember that. You know, I mean, it's no longer about Jimmy versus Trey. It's just right now it's just Jimmy on this 49ers offense, and hopefully they do really, really good. Ronald says, well, if we did not have Jimmy, we would be rolling out there with Brock Purdy. Maybe Purdy would have been okay, but I'm glad we have Jimmy. I'm with you. I'm with you. Words of wisdom says, Kyle needs to be canned. The league has caught up to him. Pathetic, predictable, and conservative offense. I don't think that's the case. Um, I, I don't think they've caught up to him because everyone is trying to do what he did. Mike McDaniel runs the Kyle Shanahan offense. Uh, LaFleur, McVay, they all run variations of the Shanahan offense. If that offense is taking the league by storm, I, I don't think that's the case. I mean, the 49ers in the first two games ran the ball for nearly 200 times or 200 yards a game. One time in the 170s, one time in the 180s. 
uh, that's not exactly stopping an NFL you know offense. But I mean, I get it. I mean, this isn't you know a passing league overall, and that's what people really look at. Um, but I don't think Kyle's offense is the reason you would want to can him. You know, what I mean, I think he is tied to Trey Lance though. I don't think I don't know if everyone remembers that. Jay Ellie says Panthers D is looking good. Agreed. Uh, Dana and Rose says Hufanga is looking good. Luke Luna says the league caught up with Kyle. Why is the league copying the offense? Yeah, that's what I was getting into. Um, Luke says Ant top five defense we faced the whole thing uh, was defense, not a casual fans delight for sure. Yeah, it wasn't overall defense. <laughs> Mr. Horse is Danny Gray's in witness protection. Now, Danny Gray, there's a play that Devo Samuel catches a big catch. Danny Gray is playing in the slot and runs up and he runs a corner. And Debo runs a comeback, a stop route against that cover three. The absolute route you run, it's a cover three beater. Danny Gray took the top off, so he's having an impact without catching the ball. That is one of the things that he brings to this offense. So remember that it's not always about the plays you make with the ball in your hands, but the ones you can make without the ball in your hands too. So I think that's cool. Uh, Coach Ross says, is it a new offense? Are you talking about uh, Russell Wilson? I'm curious. Um... Matt uh, Matt Burgos says Shanahan's offense is old school. Daddy Shanahan outside zone. Kyle remix of motions and misdirection. I'm a fan of everyone copying everyone. That's coaching 101. Yeah, it is a variation of uh of Mike Shanahan's offense. In fact, uh, Kyle went into it because um when they had Alex Gibbs as the offensive uh line coach in Denver, they would not run any gap scheme. They would not run any of that stuff. He didn't like it. So it's a different style of offense. The outside zone principles are exactly the same but everything off of that is more advanced. It's different uh, because he said that, you know, they didn't really like that. Uh, WTM says, who gets the game ball? Had we won? D'Amico Ryans, the defense. That's who would have got it because they needed it. Uh, Mr. Corey says, Tevin Coleman will be getting carries before Jordan Mason. You might be right. Kyle Shanahan said he, uh, the other, uh, it was on MSNBC. He talked to uh, uh, Papa, Greg Papa, and he straight up said, uh, Tevin Coleman, he looks to see him with the roster at some point. So, yeah, get used to it. Uh, Marvin Rose says, I hope not, Mr. Corey. Coleman is worthless. Well, I think you guys, I, I I didn't think he was going to, but I think I think he's going to. Luke Luna said it this week, and it could happen. Um, yeah, I mean, Luke saying Coleman has produced for us. I think after hearing Kyle say that, it just might happen. Matt Burgos says, go back to the film and see the pre-snap reads against Hufanga, coach. Russell missed him. Hufanga didn't disguise it well at all either. Russell didn't look empowered to audible at the line. I'll go back and watch it for sure. Cause I mean, it's really hard to see, um, you know, all the secondary and everything in those videos. Uh, the, the, I hate the TV angle. I love watching it in all 22. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Um, uh, but I'll take your word for it, Matt. I'll, I'll go back and watch that for sure. And I'll keep an eye on Hufanga. Marks is the offense. He's to hold on to the effing ball. Yeah. I mean that that's frustrating, right guys? I mean, that really is frustrating. Um, not having them just hold on to the football and, and get something done. Um, but hopefully, you know, the 49ers fix these mistakes and get it get it back on track because next week they got the Rams. Uh, Jay Ellie says, hey, at least we're in second place in the FC West. One game, a, one win away from the Rams, right, from changing the whole outlook. Crazy how at the beginning of the season the games just make you, you know, go up and down, up and down. Luke says, look forward to the next game. Wash, um, I'm excited for next week. I'm excited for next week, too. I'm always excited for 49ers football. Uh, next week's Monday night, so we got longer to wait. Uh, it'll be an exciting one. It'll it'll be a really exciting one. Matt Burgos says NFC West is upside down compared to previous years. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, they're they're just you know they're going to struggle. Um, Arizona Cardinals are up and down right now. We'll see what happens. But Forty uh, ers and Rams, you know, we'll see. Uh, if the Niners beat the Rams, it changes things. If the Rams uh, get the win, 
they will have a win over Arizona and San Francisco and sit very comfortable at the top of the NFC West. It's a big game. Mr. Question Fong is a stud. Uh, WTM says, how much better will we be with Jimmy, with Jimmy Ward, given how the defense has been playing? You would think more versatility. Uh, so, yeah, you would expect him to get better with him. You expect him to get better with Jason Brett. Because if you're rolling it in with, with Diameter Lenore at nickel corner, imagine if it was Jason Brett. Saw Emmanuel Mosley going on the inside sometimes today. If you wanted to do that matchup wise, you could do that with Verrett. So if Verrett's healthy, uh, he takes the defense to another level. Jimmy Ward as well. Um, so yeah, I think Jimmy Ward, you know, is there a, a second, you know, quicker than Gibson. Um, so yeah, I, I think the defense just gets better with every player they bring back. I just think that's the way it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think the defense is gonna get better as we get more guys back. Unfortunately, the 49ers still have some injuries. So that's frustrating. Mr. Course is watching Garoppolo is like eating food you don't want, but you're hungry and there's nothing else to eat. I, I'm not in a, I'm not in agreement with that. Um, Jay Ellie says NJV at nickel. Yeah, Jimmy J, uh, Jason Brett at nickel. I think the secondary you know takes the next step. We're gonna have to rely on the defense early on for sure. Um, we knew that already though, right? If Trey's a quarterback, you're relying on the defense to help the young kid get extra reps, get more opportunities. Um, so I, I think it hasn't changed a lot. I think what's going to have to happen, though, is uh, Kyle Shannon, this offense, is going to have to figure some things out to help this defense because you just can't shoot yourself in the foot. you got to be able to not have the turnovers, not have the penalties, and then when you have the great defense, you win football games. So I think so. Brandon says the better teams are getting smarter, and they're looking at the 49ers' NFC Championship game versus the Rams. More teams are going to stack the box and force Jimmy to beat them. Yes, exactly. They're going to. They're going to stack the box. You're going to see five and six guys at the line of scrimmage. You're going to see eight and nine man boxes. They're going to ask Jimmy Garoppolo to beat them. What Kyle's got to do is figure out how to beat them. One of the ways to do it is those tunnel screens, the things quick out, uh, all that stuff works. If Jimmy Garoppolo can hit some of these deep plays you know, down the field, it'll force him to be gun shy and move one of those safeties out of the box. I mean, so you know that's the thing. Now it's the chess match. You know what they're going to do against you. Now you have to figure out how to beat it. And that's what Kyle Shannon, Jimmy Garoppolo, and all of them got to figure out this week. Uh, Luke says, Ant, I'm excited for next week, but if we don't have Trent, it's going to be tough. I hope Kyle puts a speed game together because they may get through uh, that left side. Trent's not going to be there, I don't think, guys. I, I don't. Um, I think, you know, he, I think he, you know, he's got a high ankle sprain. I think he's going to be out for a few weeks, um, probably four to six. And we, you know, we're going to be rolling with Colton McKibbitts. We don't know what's up with Daniel Brunskill when he's going to be back. I don't know where Blake Hans is in his development. Uh, he's had logged a lot of snaps, too, but... You know, when Jalen Moore didn't work out today, Colt McKibbins is normal right tackle backup. They flipped into the left side without even thinking about it. And that was the right move by Chris Furster. Uh, Jalen Moore looked outmatched, and that's not what you want. Um, so, you know, we're going to see Colton McKibbins probably out there for a few weeks, and let's see what they can figure out. Uh, Mr. Corsi says that had to be Womack giving up all those yards to Tyler Lockett for Lenore to be starting now. Uh, Womack was struggling here and there. Uh, he was. Um, Lou says, Ant, as always, great show. Thank you. I'm being... I'm going to be MIA for a while after tonight. All right, have a good one, Lou. Always uh, welcome back. So let me know when you come back, um, and we'll have some fun conversations as well. Magberger says that's the one thing to have the advantage with the teams who stack the box. He can scramble in the pass and read options, neutralize aggressive defenses. Yeah, the read option for Trey Lance was keeping them honest. His ability to throw the deep ball was keeping them honest. Defenses were playing the 49ers different with Trey Lance at quarterback, and they played Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. It's just it's kind of the way it is. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. It was unfortunate the 49ers did not get this win against the Denver Broncos. I appreciate everyone that came through for the live reaction show today. Uh, looking forward to breaking down more this week about the 49ers you know, versus the Denver Broncos before we move on to the 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams because it's going to be a big game 
this week. Uh, but thank you all for coming through. Really appreciate it. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.